0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. Alright, welcome to On My block Packers Podcast. We have our Giants week in London. Welcome to... Back here on a, that's right, on, a, on a Thursday afternoon, we want to start with our bet online. Our sponsors, Bet Online, is the fastest, easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. So head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join. And make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. I believe that's 100. I believe I read that wrong. AG, it's now 100. Right, If anybody yeah, yeah. hears that and they go to bet online and they say it's fifty, but I'm pretty sure it's 100 right now. AG, have you ever been to London? I know you've been to. I know you've been to. I haven't had that much caffeine. Have you ever? <laughs> I know you went to Dublin for the Nebraska game. Yeah. Wait, have
2: you ever been to London before? No, not yet. Uh I've been to Spain. That's it. London, Ireland and Spain. That's the only European cities uh, and so Spain, Madrid and uh Barcelona when I when I was in Spain, so, those two cities.
1: So this is this is the fr- I think after this year every single NFL team will have gone over and played in Europe. This yep. is the first time that the Packers playing in London. I I lived in London for 2 years. This is my favorite place in the world. I wish I was yeah. there right now. I wish I was I wish you and I were doing this podcast and I was in London I was you know, sitting on the bridge. Because it's it's absolutely a, a fantastic city. If anybody ever gets a chance to go there, you will you will not regret it. Um, the Packers are leaving tonight, Thursday after practice. And I yep. think there's a level of anxiety that comes along with taking this trip. And it's funny, like, you know, we were I to yep. go play in Seattle. And we'd have to go down to Tampa, for example. Yeah, and It's a three-hour time change. It's north. a five-hour yeah. play. You know, and this is essentially double that in every way, right? Six-hour yep. time change. 10 hour flight and you know the coaches are freaking out oh how are we gonna get everybody ready and they're talking to the sports scientists how much sleep what should we sleep should we not sleep should we what should we eat should we get them make sure they're hydrated do we have special blankets for them so they don't get cramps on the plane there's so much that goes into this right But then at the end of it right it's like dude you still gotta play a football game
2: you know at the end of the day yes uh i say the i'll say the best research they could have done is talk to usa rugby because they got to yeah. do crazy international flights on the daily, monthly, yearly on their schedule. That's what team I would have called right away if I was on the Packers coaching staff or any NFL team coaching staff. I'm saying I'm talking to the US Ray, bro. Let me call you, USA nice, Rugby. Right? Yep, sevens, fifteens. Call them up. Say, hey, what's the routine? Because I know it was a routine between hydration and obviously sleep and your body. And it, I say sleep was more of a thing and just go to bed at the time you usually go to bed at in that mm-hmm. time once you get to that time zone. Not yeah. I say, I say more. The research is studied. It's found that you don't have to be there. You know, a week ahead of time, your body's in physical condition already. But as long as you get ample rest and I say kind of relaxation, so where you don't have to be asleep, just where you're not doing a whole lot and wearing yourself out. Where you more you can mentally do things, play games or something, mental games, but then physically being there two, or three days before ga- game time. Is not as as a big as a problem to prepare for as some players and coaches are thinking. Like you mentioned with the anxiety, just be hydrated is the number one, and then nope. rest. And then when it's time for bed, when it's time to go to bed, in the time that it is in England, London, go to bed at that time that you do here in the stateside. So basically, do that, and then everything is uh, easy from that. So I play football after that. Play right, football. I
1: forgot we forgot about the game. So, yeah. so I went over there twice when I was working with the Dolphins. And the second time, we literally had like a gift basket for every guy. And it had like these blue light, you know, had the, had the goggles that you put on and the special blanket and the socks. And, and,
2: I, you know, I, I've had socks before. I know it's you and, and
1: we you sleep this and that and the other thing. But it's it's very interesting. So you, the difference, the, the rugby thing is great because especially like in Australia, like the, sports science started in Australia essentially, yep. right? Like everything that we're learning now, they've known for 10 years they're way ahead of us but what's interesting is the NFL's got so much money that I don't I don't I don't know that they would listen to the rugby guys like no nah, no nah, we can we have our wow. own plane guys. that's guys, the plane that's yeah the, we have our so right but it, it's funny we went, we did both so we went over early one time with one coaching staff and we went over right. I think we went over on Tuesday or Wednesday and so you just get you start you know sleeping there cuz like tonight the packers will go they will get on the plane after the practice when they wake up it'll be sometime in the morning in london they'll probably yep. go to a field and do their friday and it'll be more it'll be a lot lighter than it usually would because they're they're not acclimated yep. then they'll be told to stay up i'm guessing they'll be told to stay up yeah, eat napkin. dinner and then when it gets dark outside go to sleep and so to sleep. a hard yeah. part is to stay awake for those those kind of day offs
2: cuz they'll they'll be like very uh, very tired 7 8 hours before the sun sets yeah yeah
1: but but it, you know it depends we listen our team lost both times, so I don't know what the answer is. I'll just say that. But I do know for some players, it's you know everybody's got different circadian rhythms. Yep, so for some it players, it's easy to stay awake. Like for me, it's I'll just stay awake and then go to sleep the next day. I'm fine.
2: Yeah, them, I'm, but there's I'm a bad. lot of
1: guys who are like, they're just zombies, right, for a couple yep. of days. So I don't know what the answer is. It'll be interesting to see. But usually in these games, you can tell that like one team is sleepwalking through you know the first quarter. So it'll be interesting to see how the Packers do there. 100%. Um, when yeah. I hit the, the the injury report real quick, right? No, it's big. Yeah. So
2: so so
1: on the on the Packer side, Amos, you know, Amos kind of went through some stuff. He was out on Monday. Um, he was off Wednesday. Yeah. Alexander, they're not sure what he's going to do. He was back. He's doing like warmups and thing on in, in practice, but we don't know. I think it's going to be a game time decision. I think we're going to have Amos, not necessarily Alexander. On the other side. Quarterback has an injury, has the ankle yeah, Dan, issue. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, but you know, he's been practicing. Of course, Tyra Taylor's out with a concussion. So he's concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do we have over there? We have Wendell Robinson, concussion.
2: Robinson. Yeah, Wendell Robinson, uh, wide receiver, questionable. Fabian. Holiday's out.
1: I yeah. think holidays
2: out, right? Uh I think he's yeah, he's out. Um a Z Z oh was it? Oh, o, 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 linebacker. Jari yeah. linebacker. He's a uh, questionable right now.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. This, listen, the bottom line for this game, you know, this is kind of like for the Packers, they've seen this story now for two weeks in a row where you have this situation where they're not, they're, you're going to make a team. who doesn't want to throw a ball a lot. Mm-hmm. They're having tons of success on the ground. The Packers just gave up 150 yards plus, you know, against the bears. And yeah. and, and against so two out of the last three weeks against the bears. And then last week against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So you start thinking to yourself like, okay, we've seen this story. Um, what do we expect, I guess? Do we expect the exact same thing
2: from the Giants? Um, I would say right now, not exact, but be ready for what you've been seeing on game film. Because right now you got Saquon Bartley getting anywhere between 80 to 150 yards on the ground, which is a good day. You know, even 80 yards is a good day for a running back. So with that being said, prepare for what you've been seeing for the past three games. And then adjust after that, just like mm-hmm. anything you should be able to do as a coaching staff. Adjust the defense, what the game scheme was. If they got to go away from it, you know, come in the in you know, middle to end the first quarter. That's what you do for the first part of that game. That first couple of series, you'll know, okay, this is what what's going on. You know, if it's raining day, then then you'll kind of have an idea better toward Mother Nature with it raining, then okay, you know, won't be a whole lot of passing, will be run. But until that moment, just wait, come with a game plan, but then be ready to adjust from that point on.
1: Yeah, that's fair enough. And, and what do you think? So we looked at we talked about the Patriots game, and obviously when we reviewed it on Monday, there's you know, obviously the run defense is a lot of people talking about that. Some people talking about shuffling around the offensive line. What do you think we have to do to move forward after that game? What What, what are the glaring mistakes that we hope that are resolved by the end of this game?
2: I say Excuse start me,
1: by, the, by the beginning of this game, A.G. Correct.
2: Yeah, no, I got you. Um, so I will start on the defense side of the ball. Don't give up that much um, run on yardage on the ground. So make sure guys are working towards tackling a lot better. Um and just getting in the gaps they need to be in and reading the plays out because just uh, having that anxiousness of most teams are going to pass. So you got to realize, you know, watch film what's going on. I just said it's Saquon running the rock. He's doing his thing and then it probably mixing in trying to mix in some play action, but we'll see what the third string quarterback that's that they're going to use this week from that standpoint. So just Make the plays. Create some turnovers like the Patriots did against them. Punch that ball out. He's, he's going to have a lot of touches. So put hats on him. That means gang tackle. He does not got he's a running back that does not go down with one guy tackling him unless that one guy is Kenny Clark. Uh, outside of that, it's going to be a problem trying to tackle him one on one. So gang tackle him. I remember defenses. I remember one game we had against the Saints. In Lambeau Field and tackle Bay, in a lot of games where the, I could hear the defenders, man, and game tackle number thirty, and let's put put hats on them. There's, we're gonna get you, AG. We're gonna all tackle you. I used to hear that, and that I, like, I said, I say, yeah, you better. I said, because if not, there the was a guy, stat. The first guy was coming a stat is AG. Yeah. There was
1: a stat, AG, I just read that said Aaron Jones hasn't seen an eight man box this year. Can you imagine that? Oh my I god.
2: Mean, you didn't make it through. A pool, I will have a big anything. smile on my face. I'll look oh you over God. the That's right. Thing. That's what
1: people, like it's, like, it's like right now when, like, LeBron's about to pass Kareem at Bill Javar's all-time leading score. Right. And, you know, you just, like, it's like, it's it's crazy to me that we can keep the same records, but the rules of the game have have changed so dramatically, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it's like, or the way the game's played, it's just, it's nuts. You know, I agree with you with going back to the Packers game. You know, we have to commit to the box. Yeah. Like Daniel Jones is not a pocket passer. They're keeping him away from being a pocket passer. He can't, he doesn't do a good job of finding his receivers. I don't right. know. What, I don't know if their receivers are doing a great mm-hmm. job right now of getting open. I know we have some injuries in that, yeah. but you know, you're not getting to what you want from, or you're getting what you expected from Galladay. Mm-hmm. Um, their tight ends. They have, they run a ton of 12, 13 personnel. Like they're trying to run the ball 30, 37 times a game if they can. Right. Oh, wow. I don't know if I've seen a team play to their strength. Like, Brian Dable, he's him and, and Mike McDaniel are my like young coaching guy, like guys that are gonna be top five coaches. I don't know if there's been a guy this year that's played to his strengths, like Brian Dable did last week after losing to the to Cowboys, that. trying to drop back. He goes into the Chicago game and just says, This is the blueprint for how we're gonna win. We're gonna run Saquon, we're gonna, we're gonna do all play action passes. Like ninety percent of those are going to be keep passes. Daniel Jones is a threat when he can run the ball, so Mm -hmm. he turns his back to the to the line of scrimmage. He doesn't show the ball when he boots out. Now he's just throwing route tree routes. Like he doesn't have to read cover four. He doesn't have to read four ten. He doesn't read two. He's just hey, this guy's open. I'm going to throw it to him. If he's not open, I'm going to run the ball. They were highly, highly effective at moving the ball. They're not necessarily putting up a ton of points but they're highly effective at moving the ball in that offense and you're keeping Daniel Jones out of the pocket. When they played the Dallas Cowboys, he doesn't see the rush. Evan Neal, the rookie tackle who's going to be a great player. Gave up three, three sacks, I think to Marcus Lawrence and Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons had a ton of hits aside of, aside yeah, from that. But he's getting he's just getting harassed all game. We have the ability with our rushers to do the same. So, I can't imagine I can't imagine that they don't do exactly what they did against Chicago. Yeah. They just do a they do a great job in the run-and-play-action-pass game, right? It, because mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley is that dude.
2: Yeah, he's going to be that magnet that gets uh, eyes on him from the time the ball is extended out. You know, they're going to be right there. DeAndre Campbell and all. Kway Quay Walker should be highly aware. Okay, let me look at – see what 26 is doing. Okay, he doesn't – I think he doesn't have the ball. Let's get into covers. But until that moment happens, then defense has to be honest because they know if they let off too hard off the pedal, then he's going to pick up five, ten yards of carry. And you don't want that. And that's a problem.
1: Hey, AJ. Let me ask you this. So, one thing yeah. I noticed on tape when I was watching Saquon. So, and I always thought this is what I really appreciated about you. And I know we, I know some of it. I, excuse me. I like to think some of it was because we were good up front, right? And we kind of identified these things. We talked about them a lot. But he makes when when off, when defensive lines start slanting and stunting, mm-hmm. he makes them pay. Oh, like yeah. he, you know, he finds that whole They're doing. Oh, they yeah. do. I wouldn't say they're a great offensive line. I think they do a pretty good job in the run game. Mm-hmm. I think they struggle mightily in the pass game. But what you will see is they do a they do a pretty good job of kind of cutting the defense when guys are trying to slant and stunt. Mm-hmm. And Saquon mm-hmm. is that kind of cat. And like I I don't want to compare him to uh, to Barry Sanders, because I don't think there is a comparison to Barry no, Sanders. I see them very, like, as opposed very to like Nick as opposed to like Nick Chubb, who's almost like he's like smooth almost in the way that he kind of goes through. Yeah. This dude, as big as his thighs are and as big as the body is. Like, he can, he can kind of stop on a dime. He cuts left, cuts right. Body fades one way, goes the other. But he can jump cut out of these to make people who are stunning look look really, really bad. In your yeah. opinion, you were one of these guys. Like, is that the hallmark of a really high-level elite running back?
2: Oh, 100%. 100%. When you yeah. could do those jump cuts, those jump cuts is something that you can't – you could train it, but to do it right in a game situation, you can't coach it. You just got to have that instinct and see what you see with your eyes. Let your let your instincts take over. And once I saw a slant, once I saw linebacker helmets flying to the sideline, then I'm boom, boom, I'm making two little quick little jump cuts to get back level where my shoulder pads are uh, straight tell up. Tell people filled. where your
1: eyes go. So tell, Okay, so let's do this, A.G. You run inside yeah. zone to the right, okay? Yeah. You get three technique on the right side. So your first looks at that three technique. You see him leave. Yep. You see him go outside. Just tell everybody where your eyes go. So
2: my, if I see a three technique go outside, I'm watching them. Where y'all pushing them to help mm-hmm. him keep going that way. And then I'm yep. watching. Then I'm watching second level, which is the linebackers. Then if I see helmets taken off to the sideline because they think I'm about to bounce it, then yep. I'm kind of basically squaring my shoulders because in basketball is that thing is that situation we call a triple threat, where you either shoot, pass, or dribble. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting in that triple threat position where my shoulders are square to the all- line of scrimmage. And then I see the tackle this way and I see linebackers going with it already, they already pretty much helped me out. I'm just going to slow pace it sometime because, you know, you play against a good athlete like a Derrick Brooks or Erlacher. You got to let him keep really going outside the tight end, because if he gets still in the box, he has time enough to, to recover and come back and tackle me. So I'll slow play it, but square my shoulders and then take one more step forward. Then I know they're out of there. And then, boom, I'm cutting back a backside a gap, sometimes backside B gap in that situation.
1: I love it. And that's and that's why defenders, this is like, you know, one of the keys to the game is is you have to be able to stay focused in these situations. And for the Packers defense, you know, this is one of those situations where if you look across the board, we win, I think, at, at most positions. I think our defensive ends are, are better than their mm-hmm. uh, their tight ends. They're gonna get Rashawn Gary's gonna kill their their 12 and 13 personnel packages. Yep. Um Preston Preston Smith is is going up against their uh, their 2020 first round pick. Um, Andrew Thomas, who's who's a good player. I don't think he's a great player. A lot of people love him. I, I think he's a, I think he's a good player. The rest of the guys inside, Kenny Clark should eat up. Their double teams are okay. They're not great, right? But you have to stay focused, particularly yes Savage and Amos, dude. This is that game. Hopefully, one of you's committed to the box. Hopefully, we're yep. running eight in the box. I'd be like if you said, Mike, we're gonna run cover nine the entire game, or excuse me, cover one the entire yeah. game and put eight in the box. And, Awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. I don't think their receivers, their receivers must be pissed, man. They're not getting any production, but they're three and one. It's like, you got to deal with it. You got to yeah. you know, go out and block, but you've got to stay focused because he is one of those guys like you were just talking about. If we see any kind of movement, if he sees a hole that he's through that hole and he's through fast. that hole really fast and fast. it can happen anywhere on the field. That's what's amazing about a guy like Saquon
2: Barkley to me. Yeah, And he gets the, what it is that he gets the top end speed very fast. And that's a problem when you have the, the instincts like he does.
1: You know, the, the other side of this, and, and Green Bay's offense has not been as productive as I think a lot of people expected, even though, you know, we mm-hmm. talk about the wide receiver position. You know, Aaron's getting used to all these different guys and, and where everybody fits. We're, so it, we yeah. are right now a running back-led offense, which I think you and I are probably thrilled about. And never wrong with it. <laughs> But we do have to find within that, right, yeah. what was always great about our offense, and I know we had Brett we had a good passing game, but mm-hmm. we had guys like Javon Walker who were home run threats. Yeah, we had like guys drivers. so we could be a you know, we could be an Amon Green running offense, right? And play action pass mm-hmm. offense, but we found easy points. Yeah. And right now, what you would say probably about Green Bay is like, man, they, it feels like they got to work for all their stuff, like everything's yeah. a drive,
2: put in some put, like, some drives together, plays together, correct? Yeah, we don't
1: get that, like, oh man, there's one play, we're out the gate, 80 yards to the house, like we have, like, especially with Chris. I just watched Christian Watson run, and I'm like. There's got to be five. We used to have this guy Corey Bradford, right? When oh yeah, right? I remember Corey. So yeah. Corey was a guy. They put him in like three times a game and have him run a nine route, and they just Brett would just throw him the ball because it was like he's either going to get a PI or he's going to catch the it ball. Yeah, too fast for everybody. And I and I know that's like dumbing it down. And Wink Markendale's defense is probably not just going to allow him to run by everybody. But <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, right, you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna play a shell coverage, if they're gonna play like quarters, or they're gonna play two. Run a guy underneath. Run it. We're a deep yeah. cross with a with a post route and like, hey man, we'll see you later. See what That's happens.
2: It. That's you know? it. Throw a
1: couple up. Let's try to get some easy ones.
2: Might as well. So we can give the fans what they want. want to see Aaron throw that ball. Deep.
1: <laughs> yeah well I, I, the fans want to win so i i get it all but like i just think from a player's perspective man, it's, yeah. like, it's almost like a sigh of re- relief sometimes when you get into a game and like you just hit an easy one you know yeah you take one to the house like first play and it's just i remember we played detroit when your second play yeah I you're remember. 70 yards out the gate and i'm like this is gonna be a good day you yeah i mean we just need a couple more of those that's all
2: yeah i know the feeling yeah that that feeling feels great <laughs> you get that early and often so let's yep.
1: let's just talk a little bit about the the Giants' offense and defense. So defensively, base three four team. Now yep. Leonard Williams is one of their best players. He came over from the Jets. You know he was a first round pick at USC mm-hmm. years ago. He's not playing, but I'll, I'll tell you the guy that I like is their nose tackle, Dexter Lawrence. I think he's a he's a high level player. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, I am really excited this week because I think our tackles and everyone's been talking about you know edge edge rush and yeah. edge pressure and. In a running game and the snap. And now they got Kevon Thibodeau from Oregon. Yeah, he was everyone first thought he was going to be the first pick in the draft. And he dropped a little bit. and He's blah 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 blah. He's
2: fifth, sixth. Him
1: running. and um, and Aziz uh, Ajilari. I think our guys are going to do a great job. Now if we're talking, if we're taking Elton Jenkins and Bakhtiari, pass pro, I think they're going to do a phenomenal job in pass protection against these two guys. I think I think we're just on paper better better at the at both positions. And I think in the running game, we're gonna be able to get movement. Most mm-hmm. importantly, I think we're going to be able to do down blocks on their tackles, down blocks on their ends, crack block with Lazard. I think all of, I think everything in the playbook is open versus this defense in the running game. That gets me excited.
2: Yeah. I mean, it just you look at experience, you know, for a lot of these players on their defensive side of the ball, young guys, um Thibodeau being one of them. And so it's just gonna go off of having that game time experience. They've been the good thing is for them their first four games of the regular season, they have been in tough, tight games. So they know how to battle right now. So that's the only thing that could say what gives them a little, it doesn't give them an edge, but it gives them something to face with an experienced offensive line that knows what they're doing in certain situations. And the way LaFleur, you know, like you mentioned, I like, I like what you said that there, it seemed like it's making it hard, like It's hard for them to score points. So with that being said, LaFleur has become very creative in creating formations to get guys sometimes, wide ass open or just is an easy block here and then boom this guy's running up the field for about 15 yards before he gets touched so that's where hopefully the inexperience even though they had the tight games can come in making more bigger plays for for the packer offense here in this game on sunday
1: yeah certainly and this is one of those games where we talk about a lot of times with our tight ends and and Mm -hmm. really looking to kind of build the confidence in that room and get some things going i listen I think DeGuar, I think Davis, I I, I think Tanyan, I think all these guys are capable of on crack motion, on backside motion yeah, across easy. the ball. I think we are ca- more than capable of doing a great job against these particular defensive ends, outside linebackers, edge players, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. I just think this is one of those games where we can really take a, a leap forward in that particular department. And then the whole playbook's open. I mean, we're going to be able to run outside zone. We're yeah. going to be able to run our crack game. We're going to be able to run all our gap stuff. So, I'm excited in the in the in the run game what that looks like. These guys are giving up over five yards of carry. They're a brand, They're the like what we talked about all year last year. Mm-hmm. It's like a Ben not break defense. Wing Martindale's keeping them in games. They're going right. to play hard. They're smart. There's one thing they do is they they tackle and they get. Like to the I ball. said, yeah, they,
2: and they play hard. That's what they've been doing in all the first yeah. four games of the regular season so far. So for sure, but
1: but they're going to have to do an ex- I, I think a very very high level job because if you look at the other side of this offensively. If, if they can't get Saquon going, and I mean, AG, 35 carries going. Yeah. 150 yards tough, plus man. going. It's going to be – if you put the game in, in Daniel Jones' hands or whoever the third string guy is going to be, like if, if that's – not even where, listed on the
2: depth chart. He's on the roster, but he's if, not on the depth chart. If that's, if bad. that's
1: where – yeah, if that's where it goes, I think it's going to be a real problem. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be a, a, a real benefit to the, the Green Bay Packers. And listen – this this, uh, this right tackle for the Giants, he's, he's the Alabama kid, Evan Neal. He got drafted mm-hmm. high. Everyone thought he might be the best guy in the draft. I'll tell you he, I'll tell you what's interesting. He dropped, I want to say, 20 or 25 pounds
2: before yeah, the draft. Yeah, mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, and then got the, heavy when, and when got you light.
1: watch him, he doesn't – He he's a great athlete, obviously, and there's things he can do really well. He doesn't look like he's moving at the pace of – Iki uh, Ike Iquanu, uh mm-hmm. the other high draft pick, certainly Charles Cross. It just He's not quite at the same pace. And I'm just telling you right now, if Rashawn Gary gets that dude one-on-one for like more than five plays, yeah, it's gonna be a problem. I would be shocked because it will be a disaster.
2: It's going to be a problem. Yeah, I believe, I'm I believe that. Yeah, if I'm Rashad, I'm, I'm coming in that mindset that I had – whatever mindset he was at last week, mm. I'm coming in that same mindset. Because you look at the situation, it's almost – identical to what the Patriots had coming in last year, last week to Lambeau, they had third string quarterback and they had two running backs other than the one, you know, with Saquon. So it's from a defensive standpoint is almost copy because receivers that were the starters last week were just, you know, Aguilar was okay. He got open for a couple big catches there. Um, but then we know the the fact that Bill Belichick is the catch coach there, even not saying Dave ball is not that guy. He's a great coach. He's doing a really good job right now, but, that defense still has a little couple cracks in there. And then um, from a standpoint of just preparing for them our defense is now okay, we just saw this these type of receivers. The best receiver Sterling Shepard is out right now, are questionable for the game. So he might not play. And so then mindset-wise, from a defense standpoint, it's like let's okay, we made the mistake of letting the guys in the game in the new in New England last week. Now let's not do that. Now let's prove that yes. okay. This is a team offensively, deep our defense should keep in a box. And not let them out. We know they got the guy back there running the ball, but you know what? He's going to get his. But don't get frustrated. Don't lose contain. Don't get you know you know when they when he comes up with a big run, don't lose it. Keep your focus tight and then focus on everybody else and take that away. Take out the receivers. Give the quarterback problems trying to recover. Just things of that nature.
1: I don't want to. I don't want to minimize because I'm like super impressed with Brian Dable, and, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying this mm-hmm. as an insult at all because a lot of innovation comes from the college and the high school level. Yeah, But, my, but when, my, when my best friend was coaching defensive coordinator out at uh, against Liberty High School in Del Sol High School in, in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. I remember I went out there for a game. We used to help him out. And we got to a situation where it was like, okay, the quarterback doesn't throw very well. We're up a little bit. And we are just going to – but they they do the exact same thing, right? They run the – they're running back down. He was a great running back. And they'd run the boot and they'd, they'd keep past it. And the quarterback would run the ball like you know 60% of the time when he did that. Right. And we were like, you know what? We're going to bring three off the side. We're going to slant. We're going to slant the other way. And we're going to commit one guy to the quarterback every play. And we're just not going to, we're just going to say, you can't beat us outside. Stokes, Alexander, if he plays, right. Douglas, like you cannot beat our guys. We have high draft picks. We have what, four first round draft picks
2: in the back in, the, in yep. the
1: secondary. Right. We got, we, we have an all pro linebacker. We have all this. We have all these toys to play with. Like let them out of the mm-hmm. garage, man. Commit one guy to, to the, the boot, put everybody else on Saquon Barkley. I don't think you can beat us deep. I don't think you'd beat us in the medium game. And I don't think you can hold them in pass, bro, if you mm-hmm. truly have to do a five step drop. So I'm excited to see kind of how the Packers decide to attack this. But yep. gosh, man, it would be. I think this is one of those games where you start seeing, we can start seeing forcing a couple more turnovers, but we yep. could really have a powerful game if they commit to just stopping that guy at all costs.
2: Yep. Commit to that and just see where, you know, not see where the. The blocks fall, but make sure they contain and make sure nobody else has a day either. Just keep everybody calm and in the box and do that. You'd be good.
1: So, A.G., this game, I think it opened up at 8. Yeah, it's still at 8. So, we got the Packers minus 8. Now, last week, we talked about it, man. It was it, it, We knew it was going to be a close game. It was like a 10.5-point spread. And yeah. You start going like, dude, there's no way this is going to be a 10.5-point spread. I think this could be an 8. eight the problem is you're traveling – the problem is, I just was reading something on online that Matt Lafleur is like freaking—you know, he he not happy about the—he yeah, doesn't game leave or, the hotel. Yeah, and, and you start going—is any of that going to have an effect on the team? I—I um, I don't. I think this is going to be a close game. I, you know, they're three and one for a reason. Like the team's playing well. Yeah. I, their, their coordinator's a, you know, a, a, a really really good coach in this league. Dave Wall is one of my favorite up and coming coaches. So I think it's to be closer. Nate, I'm going to take. I, I'm going to take the Packers. On the money line, which is uh, minus 360, got it bet 360 to
2: make 100. I'll take that. Mm, you know, I'm, I'm going to just follow you and <laughs> take that and be smart about it. And just look at the whole, like the situation of both games here from last week to this week is you're learning a lesson between defenders, knowing that, okay, in a certain situation, Patriots, all they, they, they weren't going to put Zappy in a bad position to throw the ball. So they gave them mm-hmm. simple plays, play action off the run, and the run is what hurt us. So now let's not do that again. Let's not let, because we already know. Number 26 is going to get the lion share, carries by himself, rotating with uh, the, his backup there. But then be ready for the play action. Know who the guys are going to try to get open. You've seen the film for the past three weeks. It's not going to be hard to figure out who's going to be those receivers, tight ends to second, third receivers coming off the bench. So not the quality of guys that they faced last week or the previous week. So that right there should give them a little little happiness inside. Like OK, we're not versus the big the top you know, starters here. But now we still got to play ball and stop them. They're still elite level NFL players here.
1: So they, so they, had, I don't know if you saw it, but they have like a, uh uh a, you know, what's the, uh, what's the package when the running back becomes a quarterback? uh comes, Oh, oh, uh, Dan Henning, Wildcat.
2: Uh, Wildcat. So
1: the Wildcat offense, you know, my, my old coordinator got that going in Miami, by the way. Oh, okay. I missed out on that that deal. But they have a Wildcat package where Saquon's, you know, got the ball. Mm-hmm. I think Matt Breida is in the game. Gary Brightwell's in the game. And, and like, you know how you usually watch that and like after the first year in Miami it was turning kind of a gimmick. Yeah. When Saquon's doing it, you're like, yeah, oh man, this looks pretty tough. <laughs> like <laughs> that's a problem. I almost yeah. I, I wonder if it got to the point, let's say Daniel Jones' ankle hurt. If his ankle hurt, he's not he's not an effective player. I mean, yeah. If he can't run, he's not effective. know yeah. If you get to the point where you're like, all right, here's what we're gonna do, guys. Saquon, your <laughs> quarterback. Shotgun. We're running Wildcat the entire game. I will run it forty-five times. We'll run it seventy times. I don't care. Like I would not be shocked if we saw
2: that. That um, would be crazy. I'm just telling that. you right
1: now. I would not be shocked if we saw that. It would
2: have. I mean, who, who's his backup? Barita. They're gonna have to switch out burrito and him, and then we got Gary Brad uh, Brightwell. Oh. Where's he? We gotta check where he's from. See where well, he's so from. but they so they
1: do a full house backfield. Yeah, they have to do they, that. Or, so or, they, or they'll do it with him and Barita, but they'll do a full house but they got three guys back there, and you're just going. Who's on first, man? Like, I, hey, it, To me, I, listen, uh, it's, it's not in the realm of possibility. It'd be fun to watch. You imagine the guys, the people over in London, um, you know, they have great fans over there. They're yeah, so enthusiastic. They yeah. love their sports. I don't know how much they know about football still. They still kind of – a lot of the guys are probably more casual fans, so you're still learning the game. What would be completely incredible is if they're over there and, and like, all of a sudden, like, wait a second – where the quarterback go? Why is this man playing quarterback? That'd
2: right, be. exactly. Funny. We got. So a, hey, let's. Uh, let's right, came out of Arizona, so maybe he could help out some way.
1: <laughs> let's go I to mean. this. Uh, let Let's go through these other games on Bet Online. So, uh, right. I'll hit you. I'll hit you with these. You give me your opinion, right? We got Seahawks at Saints. Saints are five and a half point favorites. The uh, the over under is forty six. What do you got? I'm getting. Uh, I'm
2: taking Saints, and the okay. over under is forty six. Yep. Uh, oh, That's Saints. high. And Saints and who again? Oh, Seattle. Seahawks. Seattle. I'll take
1: the under. Yep, I agree with you. I agree with everything yep. you just said. I think the Saints, the Saints are bound to win one of these games. Yeah, they've been in to some tough battles. They, have, they I still really, really like their defense. All right. Houston at Jacksonville. Jacksonville seven
2: point favorites. Over under is 43. Um, I'm taking Jacksonville. And I would take again take the under.
1: Okay. I'm yeah. I'm gonna switch. I I like Houston in this. I don't know if I like him yeah. to win. Yeah, it is a rivalry, they, divisional they've, rivalry. They've been playing; they've been playing hard. The two, but the, you know, the best players on Jacksonville are going against the best players on the Texans' defense and offense. So, I think that's a wash. And yeah. uh, forty-three points. I, I think they're going to score some points in this game. Pittsburgh at Buffalo, man. There's a lot of so. This is uh, Kenny Pickett's first official start. First official start going yeah. into Buffalo, we know how hard it is to play there. That's, that's a great environment done. up there in upstate New York. Yep. Now, Bills fourteen. Like I don't know if this has ever happened to Mike Tomlin's uh, tenure. Fourteen point favorites. Fourteen point favorites over under forty six points. Everybody's taking the Bills here. Are you taking the Bills with fourteen points on Mike no. Tomlin? I, I have like too much respect for Mike Tomlin. To even I take the best. win,
2: but I'm not taking fourteen points. Yeah, I'll yeah. take the win. I got too for much. Bills. I got too
1: much respect for Mike Tomlin to do anything with
2: fourteen points. I'm piggyback. A, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent respect on him as a coach and as a person. Haven't met him yet, but can't wait till I do. Um, not 14, but I'll take, I'll take the bills. The bills, they, they got beat up last week, you know, and they want to win. They want to come and do their thing, but not 14 points. Uh, what's the over? was the over under? 46. Uh, I'll take the over. Yeah. I'll I was gonna the say, over. It feels,
1: that feels pretty safe.
2: Yeah. that's a All right. Safe
1: Fal- Falcons, Bucks, Bucks at home, nine and a half point favorites. Falcons. Falcons have guys like Darrell Patterson's a guy yeah. I know I know that uh, Pitts I think Pitts maybe had some nagging injuries he hasn't quite had the year yeah, that he, he hasn't showed out of up last yet. year. Mariota, yeah. you know he's a run pass option. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have the kid Drake London from SC who's a, a good young receiver he looks like he, receiver, might be the okay. steal, he might be the steal of the draft as far as receivers go. But uh, Tom Terrific has lost two in a row uh, and he's got all this stuff swirling about him and his wife. And really yeah, like I, yeah. I, think, I would take Tampa with any spread you wanted to put on this. I think yeah. he's just going to blow the doors off.
2: Between between the offense and, and Tom running offense and that defense, you know, Coach you know, Bowles knows what he's doing defensively and he has his two uh, captains on that defense, uh, David and uh, White, doing their job at linebacker corps. And the DBs is nasty. I like them. I like, they're aggressive. They love bumping men. They're going to come and hit you and make a tackle. So – Buccaneers and we actually like say whatever, whatever the over-unders, it's give, me, one, right? give yeah. me the one. Yeah, give That's me the one too. All right, all
1: in eyes. division, uh, division rivals here, Chicago at Minnesota, Minnesota seven and a half point favorites, over is 44. AJ, this is tough, man. You just got to think this Justin Fields cat's going to throw the ball at some point, right? Like, like, <laughs> you're, you, is a, is a young coach. Now, obviously they have Getze there as their offensive coordinator from Green Bay. Right. and at yes, some point, you got to go like dude do you like him or not because we could talk about his offensive line being not good and they're not right we could talk about all the other stuff listen the Giants are putting uh old boy in position to ha- have some success he's throwing the ball more than the right. field you know what i mean like fields give the kid put him on the on uh, put him on the on the uh keep passes do the quick do game sound. like like give him something to grow everyone's athlete. like oh we need to develop but we need to develop him He's here's, there. here's you're not developing anything if he's turning around, handing the ball off, no. or you're putting him in deep drops and he gets knocked around every time. Like that's right. not developing a quarterback. They tried no. that down in Houston with uh with Carzel, the brother. That didn't work out very oh, well either. Yeah, right? yeah,
2: exactly. With David. Yep. I remember that. So yeah, so, I'm a, it's uh you said uh Seven and a half. Seven and a half and Jack is Jackson. No, who was it again? Minnesota, Chicago. Oh Minnesota and Chicago. That's right. Um, AG, what have
1: you been I, drinking I, for lunch? What you got? <laughs>
2: You were I talking so much I threw. I was I like, who so we talking much. about? Yeah, I'll take Minnesota. I'm taking that and uh no, I'm taking the under on that. Here's a marquee,
1: Here's a marquee game, right? Chargers Browns.
2: Ooh. ooh.
1: Browns are at home. Yep. Browns are two and a half point underdogs, 47 and a half over/under. Uh,
2: I I'm taking Cleveland at home. And um David
1: Garrett might not play now. Rashawn mm-hmm. Slater's not playing either, but Miles
2: Garrett's not playing. So. Is Slater on Browns? He's on the other side? Of, no, no. Uh...
1: Slater's the right, the left tackle for the Chargers. So oh, got he, you. he tore got his it. bicep tendon.
2: Got, got Miles it.
1: Garrett, and I, I don't if Clowney's out, but yeah, it's a yeah. car accident, so I don't think he's in. So that'll be an interesting game there. I mean, like making that
2: team changes dramatically without Garrett. Yeah, I like Cleveland's offense. They got a good job between uh, Kareem and Hunt or Chubb running the rock, and the uh, quarterback does a good, uh, Brissette does a good job of Making sure and managing the game right now. So I'm gonna take Cleveland. Defense might show up even if they don't have Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett on the roster.
1: Here's a, t- here's a tough one. Lions, Patriots, Patriots at home favorite by three. Lions have been scoring this points. They just they, they're the worst, they are the worst team in in the NFL on defense. But they've yes. been scoring points. Who do you got?
2: I'm going a well coached Patriots team. That's mm-hmm. where I'm going off right now. Gotcha. So yep. I'm with
1: you. Uh Philly, let's go Philly Cardinals. Uh Philly's five and a, five point favorites. They're uh, they're on the road. We both think Philly's going to win this game, right? Yeah, I, I say Cardinals are just okay as a team, right?
2: I'm a gambling man today. I'm going Philly on the road. Um, taking the, uh, who is it? Oh, taking the over. Okay. Yep.
1: All right. Uh, afternoon game. This will be a good one, actually. Cowboys, Rams. Rams hmm. by five and a half at home. Cooper Rush, does the does the uh, does the ride end here with a with a loss to the Rams? Cooper Rush is four and zero.
2: Right, I'm uh. It depends. It depends on Matt Stafford. What's he going to do? <laughs> you know, well, he's Matt been... Stafford's
1: out. Four of his five offensive line are not right. playing.
2: Oh, see, I didn't he's know He's not that. using okay. his
1: secondary receivers at all. Nope. And he's
2: going against the probably the best pass rush in the league. So exactly. And I believe in my in my podcast with Gilbert and and Dorsey, I think I took Dallas just because of that reason alone. I didn't know about the lineman situation, but I just knew he has not been playing good. Now it makes sense. He doesn't have the protection. He doesn't have the time to throw the ball. So I'm going to stick with my Dallas pick on that one.
1: Bengals, Ravens, Ravens by three at home.
2: I'm taking that. I'm taking that. Ravens. Taking the Ravens. Taking, yep. Taking the Ravens. The Ravens got to win
1: this game, man. I hope yep. the Ravens win by
2: 20. I think yeah. I did. Uh, my Ravens my have goal pick. Yeah. The last game was just a you know coaching decision that went bad. It was something that where I would have put it in my players, my defense, to say, hey, we're going to kick three. Go do your work. Go do your job, basically. Okay.
1: So let me ask you this. That's a good. So we didn't, I don't know if we talked about this, but the fact that Harbaugh after the game was like, you know, so if Harbaugh would have said, hey, Lamar wanted to go for it, we're going for it. Like he's done that before, right? Fourth yeah. and whatever. I've seen him it, it before. It. Yeah. Yeah. So then the defense would be like, yeah, whatever. No problem. But Harbaugh said after the game, he's like, well, statistically, if we go for three, they have a better chance to drive down the field and score seven, and they can win the game. And, like, everybody who's ever – you're like, wait, you're the Baltimore Ravens, dude. Did you forget? Yeah. But their their defense has been so bad against the pass, and they're playing playing Josh Allen, that it sounded like – it sounded like – Right. He might think it's likely that Josh Allen drove down and got a touchdown – he thought it was more likely they'd drive down and get a touchdown right. than, than not, which is kind of like, dude, have we ever heard that about the Ravens defense, the Boston Ravens defense?
2: Right. I'm still shooting. I'm shooting. I'm, I'm supporting my boys on the field because I've been in coaching situations like that.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: I, even though it's different levels, high school, but sports is sport. And I'd rather sure. take my defense and give it, put it on A-back. And, and tell my defense, hey, we, I'm putting it on y'all. Are y'all ready for that? And they'll be like, yeah, coach. And they were, yeah, coach, we're about to do this. We ended up winning the game. And then that builds confidence that they already had, but even more confidence on top of trusting the coach, trusting you as a player.
1: Couldn't agree more. Okay, last game, Monday night, Las Vegas Raiders at Kansas City, divisional matchup, seven-point spread. Is anybody on the planet taking the Raiders here?
2: I hope not. I mean, they got some good athletes, but right now, not with the way Pat Mahomes – Pat Mahomes right now is like when Michael Jordan – was in his prime, he's just doing Ooh. things. He's just doing wow. things I don't, special. I mean,
1: me I mean me I'm, I'm just yeah.
2: <laughs> Man, I don't. I mean. I golly, mean. That's okay, a look, let me let me let me bring it back. Let me tell it back. Maybe um, Kobe. He's playing Maybe well. Kobe. He's playing well. You know, he's, he's playing doing, well. Listen, that play he did well. last week was yeah, memorable, was, right? I, I done that playing in the front yard with my friends when I was a kid, Mike. Okay, I did that. That was that type you, of play. I Did that play like I'm just goofing around ha, I'm gonna spin on you Oh, I'm I'm just underhanding into the end zone. I'm like,
1: you know what's kind of funny about really good it. athletes? Like, and we're talking like we you were a really good athlete. I used to be a kind of good athlete, but we we're we're good. now. You were good, bro. so so but but you know what the you know what the funny thing is about this is like what right. you just said. So everybody sees that play on Sports Center, and they're like, Oh, it's the most amazing thing in the world, and it's like, and you kind of go, like, no, I've actually seen people do that. All the time in the sandlot, it's just right. Patrick Mahomes. Actually, he's personally he's, he's doing. Yeah, he's doing it against world class players. Yep. But the second is like you had the balls to do that in a freaking Monday night football game, like you exactly. Like, you know what kind of balls it takes to do that? That just blows we, the doors off. Like my my uh, my limitations. I'm like, all right because oh because
2: because we we as players we know if we're doing certain things on the football field and we might feel it, like have that feeling. Oh, I feel good. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. You know, in the back of your head, it's on film. If I don't do this right, I might get cut or my coach is going to be like, what the hell is your problem? Like, what did you just think you were going to do with that?
0: So you bring you it think. back
2: like, okay, I'm not doing that.
1: <laughs> that is such a good point. And here's, here's I think, part of the difference, right? And you Correct me if, if you think this isn't true. Okay. I think that quarterbacks always, but more players now, because of like the way we talk to athletes, the mm-hmm. culture of everything, I think that football players play with a little bit more joy and freedom, maybe than they used to. Yes, they're they're not as worried about getting yelled at in the film. I think 100%. some coaches
2: still go, but I don't think it's as bad. Like, I still think it's as bad. I 100. percent You're right. 100 percent agree with you, it, and it and it tells. I mean, it's even. In, I mean, it's in my area, esports. Because I got no. players. I'm trying to coach them up and telling them what I saw and how they lost the the trade off, and they. Oh, well, well, I would have did like this. They're telling me they're already giving me an answer. Just saying, yes, coach. Okay, I got you. They're already giving me something and back at me. I'm like. I said, did I miss something? (laughs) Did, Did I miss something here? My oh, daughter,
1: man. my daughter, every week comes in with a new like slang word that it, like she'll just start saying. She like she knows. I think she's messing with me. Like you ever seen the Dave Chappelle? Yeah. Like Dave Chappelle's like messing with like the white dude. And he like starts just making up slang words, and Right. the guy's like, Ah, oh, how did you do, do you too, Dave? You know, like, like my yeah. daughter does that to me every week. Uh, oh, that's All yeah. right, man. That's happening to me too. This will be an interesting game this weekend. I'm, I'm sad that we're not there. We're gonna,
2: next time they go over, we're gonna
1: try to get there. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm try to
2: be on the staff. Get this thing right. I you,
1: if we got you on the staff, it sure help our show. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. I right did inside a review. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, find Amon Green. Find Amon Green on Twitter, among Green 30, among Green 30 on Instagram as well. Check out among Green's Gamers Podcast, Gamers, Amon Green's Gamers Lounge, correct? Yep,
2: Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Green's got.
1: Gamers Lounge. You can find me, MikeWall68, uh, on Twitter, Process to Perform on
2: Instagram. AG, I can't wait for this weekend. It'll be exciting. I'll talk to you soon. Go Packers. See you next week, Mike.